0: Welcome my dear listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It really means a lot to me that you are here because it motivates me to continue bringing this content to you. So from the bottom of my heart, I deeply thank you for being a part of my life and for inviting me into yours. So what are you reading this summer? Anything good? I started reading, thanks to a good friend of mine who introduced me to this book called Living in the Now by Gina Lake. The author writes about well-being and happiness and life in general, and it's very similar to the philosophy of the stuck method. So there's a lot of things I'm really enjoying about reading this book, one of which happens to be that the chapters are super short, like just a couple of pages. And I've committed to reading one chapter a day. There are 90 chapters, so it'll take me about three months to read. And almost every day, I'm posting one quote from each chapter of the book on my Facebook page, which is called The Stuck Method. These quotes are inspirational, and they kind of make you want to pause and think. Like, listen to this one. It's from chapter one. It all boils down to now, this moment. The experience you are having right now is it. The present moment is life it's what is real. And the moment is just what it is. You can pile all the thoughts, feelings and imaginations you want into this moment. But this moment is still just this. And no matter how much or how little money you have, how youthful or old you are, how talented or untalented you are, how successful or unsuccessful you are, you still have just this moment. No billionaire has any more or less of this moment. People try to dress this moment up in ideas, but it still comes down to just this simple moment. You can love it or hate it, but you still just have this moment moment. Isn't that great? I just love that. Anyway, so the book I'm reading is called Living in the Now by Gina Lake. And as I mentioned, I'll be posting one quote a day on my Facebook page called The Stuck Method. So if you haven't yet liked the page on Facebook, please consider going over to Facebook right now and clicking on like so you can follow along with me as I read this book. Okay, so before we continue on with the stuck story of the week and how we all can consider this won't last forever, I'd like to share with you an iTunes review of the week, and this one comes from Danny Cohen, 86. He wrote, I love stories, and I really appreciated the way Shira. Used a personal and very relatable story to share the approach, which also gives me some insight into the possibility of shifting out of lack by giving myself what I'm looking for when it's not coming from others. Danny, thank you so much for that review. Yes, this really is what this work is all about not looking to others to find the wisdom that can come from within you. And of course, that only happens when you allow yourself to get quiet and take a stop, which is of course, the first step to this practice. Okay, so let's see how we can consider it won't last forever. So last month, my husband and I celebrated our anniversary. We typically don't go out much during the year, both of us are not night people, and my husband works really hard and in the hot sun when it's summertime. And well, he's pretty exhausted when he comes home at night. And between being with our kids and community obligations, we, for good or for bad, don't go out a lot. Anyway, so it was really, really nice when my husband asked me if I wanted to go to the movies to celebrate our anniversary. I was like kind of shocked and feeling totally grateful that he offered that. So of course I agreed and we went out the following night. We arrived early to the movie theater and sat down about 10 minutes before the movie was supposed to begin. And there were some pre preview stuff going on on the screen that I started watching, like silly things. I don't even remember what it was, but one of them made me really laugh. And so I turned to my husband to laugh with him because, of course, it's always fun. It's more fun, really, to laugh with somebody else. But I saw that he was sitting there scrolling through some page on his cell phone. And I was like, really? Really? Like, come on. Are you kidding me? We're on a date, and you're on your cell phone? We never go out. Can you please put the cell phone down for once? Gosh, I mean, can't you be like a little bit more romantic? You know, like hold my hand or hug me, something like that. What am I, like a wall or something? Okay, now, I didn't say any of those things, of course. I just thought them to myself, but still... That's pretty much what I was thinking. Can you relate? Has this ever happened to you before? Like you're at the movies, or you're at a restaurant with someone, or you might even be in your own house at the kitchen table, and the person is not giving you the undivided attention that you're expecting because he or she is on his or her cell phone. So annoying, right? But I caught myself. I knew I was stuck, and I didn't want to turn this anniversary date into a war for sure. I knew I could get myself unstuck from this one. So I, S, took a stop. I closed my eyes. I mean, it's not like my husband would notice anyway because he was on his phone. I just sat there in the movie theater Hands on my laps, shoulders relaxed, and focused on my breathing. It was actually really an awesome moment, a real opportunity to get present. Then I, T, took a moment to tell myself what I was stuck on. Annoyance. Aggravation, maybe. Disappointment. Probably other emotions, too. I didn't have my Getting Unstuck book in front of me that has the chart of emotions on it. But anyway, those are the emotions I probably was most stuck on. You, uncover. Oh, I knew this step was going to be fun. I believe my husband should not be on his cell phone when we are on a date. And then I asked myself, is that 100% accurate, Shira? To which I responded, not necessarily. Maybe he was thinking the date hadn't actually started because the movie hadn't actually started. Okay, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt here. I believe my husband isn't romantic. Mm, No, actually, he's probably more romantic than I am. I believe my husband doesn't care about me. Mm, No, how could that be? He's the one who invited me on the date. I believe my husband is addicted to his phone. Uh maybe, but aren't we all? I mean, I'm not condoning our phone addictions, I'm just saying that it might be true. But of course it's not a hundred percent true. He's not on it all the time. When he exercises, he's not on his phone. When he's with the kids, he's not on his phone. When he's sleeping, he's not on his phone. When we eat meals together as a family, he's not on his phone. Okay, so he's probably not addicted. I believe he should put the phone down. Mm, Not necessarily. Maybe he was looking at something really important, or maybe he was thinking he'll put it down when the movie starts. Okay, so there were certainly enough thoughts checked off as not necessarily 100% true, Which meant I could start doing some considering. C. Consider. I can consider my husband is doing something important regarding work. Remember, In this step, we are stretching our minds to see what else might be possible in the situation. We don't necessarily need to take on all of the considerations. We don't need to marry them. We just need to acknowledge that other possibilities exist. I can consider my husband doesn't realize how much this is bothering me. I can consider in the scheme of things, this really isn't such a big deal. I can consider how nice it is to be sitting quietly and not in my house where I left my loud, ruckus kids behind. I can consider that I sometimes probably do that to him. I can consider this won't last forever. And that's what I chose to take on. I knew he would put his phone down once the lights dimmed. And you know what? He did of course. And when the movie started, he reached for my hand, just like I knew he would. You know, I could have started a war with this. I mean, I really, really could have. I really could have blamed him. I totally could have yelled at him. I totally could have put him down in front of other people in public at this movie theater. But I did none of the above. And it's not that I was holding something inside of me, and I was holding on to these emotions, and I was, you know, getting getting more and more and more in, upset inside. It's just that I allowed myself to take on a new perspective that I really believed in. That things don't last forever. And holding on to that new belief allowed me to be at peace with him and with myself. When you stop and think about it. Nothing truly lasts forever. Not our emotions, not our thoughts, not the people in our lives, not the dreams we have. Nothing lasts forever. And yet, we hold on to all of those things as if they do. And that, my dear friends, is what causes most, if not all, of our suffering. Our attachment to things that don't last those things cannot bring us happiness. They never do. The only thing that can bring us happiness is this moment, this very moment. And it is this moment that we choose what we want to do with it. It is this moment that we have the power over. We just have to make a choice what we're going to do with it. So I did, and then I told myself it was okay that I got stuck on disappointment and other emotions, because it happens. Okay, so this wasn't a big dramatic story. It was certainly something simple, but a real story nonetheless, and a great illustration of how to get unstuck. What about you? Can you consider it won't last forever in your life today? Can you think of a recent stuck situation where you can apply that consideration? Okay, so before I sign off, I just want to remind you to please like my Facebook page, The Stuck Method. It will not only help me spread my message to more people when I post important stuff about the stuck method on Facebook, but you will also be one of the first ones to know because you'll have liked it. So thank you again for listening in today. And if you'd like to share your story with me, please head over to my website, thestuckmethod.com to learn more details on how to do that. And until next time, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. you. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.thestuckmethod.com.